Welcome to ACM's Vault of Coal. This is Season 2, Episode 7. This episode we're going to focus on the 80s movie Summer School. If you're new to the podcast, um, basically I've been a fan of movies all my life. I'm well, just turned 40 and I show a film that I grew up loving that maybe isn't so well known or flopped or whatever to someone who hasn't grown up with it to see whether in 2022 or if it was last year, 2021, uh, people still appreciate a film like it or come into it with a different view, basically to see if it, it's a good film or I just like it for nostalgic reasons. Uh, this movie was a bit of a hit when it came out in 1987, in America anyway. Not too sure how it done over here. I grew up absolutely loving it. I first watched it when I was about 11 or 12, possibly a bit younger, I'm not too sure, when I recorded off TV and watched over and over again. Uh, Summer School. Some of you may have seen it, some of you haven't. I will say there will be spoilers in this podcast, but shouldn't really matter this is a light-hearted teen comedy really that uh, i don't think we can give away too much you'll either like it or you won't my guest again this episode is james rowe who has been on a few times now actually he came on um the I think it was the first episode of this season has been a recurring guest ever since always a pleasure i do like how he he get does his research as he watches the film and looks up facts and stuff about it was well, always always great he works at king street cinema which will be mentioned some of the things going on there uh soon as king street in ipswich but you don't have to be from ipswich to listen to this podcast it's for film fans everywhere um after the the main interview i'm just gonna have a little sort of run over of other films i've seen recently and um yeah this is the chat i had with james about summer school Hello, James. Thanks for joining us again. Hello, Andy. Nice to be back again. Oui. Oui. Um, how are you, to start with? Well, warm. It's a hot day today. It's a hot day. Yeah, it is. It's quite appropriate for the, the summer school oh, film. Indeed, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, so um, you watched it a few nights ago, yeah? I did, yes. Two two days ago, I think it was, yeah. yeah. Saw summer school. Let's that, start with, with, with the usual, really. Had you heard of the film? Were you aware of it? Do you know what? I don't think I was. I don't think I'd ever... I think when I saw the poster, when I looked it up, I was like, maybe I'd seen that before, but I'd seen quite a few posters at that time with a bloke and a dog, you know. Yeah. So I might have just been like thinking of something else, like Turner and Hooch or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, the, the cover's very canine. Yes, completely. You think the dog is going to be very prominent in the film, and yeah. it's a bit in it, but not much. Yeah, I, I, I thought, yeah, the dog, the dog's in it, but yeah, not much. Yeah. It's sort of Don't a, play any important. Wraps important. the film up at it. Yeah, yeah. Did they, um, from here to eternity, ending with a yeah, dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I always thought, well, always more recently thought that they might have changed the poster to sell it sort of two years later when Turner and Hooch and Canine came oh, out. Indeed. Yeah, um, but I don't think so. I think that was the, the actual well, cinema poster. They might be the first people to have that. Then. Yeah, they're, they're so. Yeah, the, 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 yeah. um, so we'll briefly go over the plot. Okay. Um, yeah, it's pretty simple. Yeah, substitute teacher. Bit of a lazy one. Bit of a PE teacher. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah. So yeah. he becomes the the substitute. 
um, English, English teacher, teacher. Is, is what happens. But he's a PE teacher, gym teacher, yeah. um, who's basically the slacker, as it'd be called a few years later. Mm. He seems like he's got the job, so he has the summers off. Yeah, that's he, what he mentions that he says that yeah. precisely. Became he's, a teacher to have the summers off. Yeah, he sits about on a deck chair most of the time talking to his dog. He's kind of, kind of the cool guy. Um, yeah. Doesn't seem very athletic. <laughs> Interesting that, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, that's what, um, and More the, surfery type yeah. kind of guy, isn't he? Yeah, that's the... Yeah. And it, it's, it's all set in sort of a seaside town, isn't it? Yeah, that definitely sort of, on, the, uh, yeah. on the east, uh, sorry, the west coast of um, America, yeah. somewhere in California. Yeah. Don't think they mention where, but yeah. yeah. So he's, um, he becomes the... the English teacher because the original teacher wins the lottery and is like, sod this, I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah a little cameo from the director. That's right, Carl Reiner Carl. plays the teacher. Yeah, yeah. and um, it's a group of misfit kids. Um, very stereo stereotype of the 80s teenager, which we'll discuss in a yeah. bit. And it's basically him getting them through the exam, isn't it? Yeah, the, absolutely, the, yeah. The, the kids winning him over in a way, because he, he doesn't want to be there, they don't want to be there. That's right. Yeah. That's make a 90 minute film out of this pretty much yeah with yeah. like some wacky scenes thrown in yeah in, you know everyone gets a bit of a sort of a hey look at me this is my life this is my problem kind of thing yeah i'm gonna get it slightly sorted yeah <laughs> um should we we'll briefly discuss some of the characters things it's a yeah it's it's very sketchy it is like watching yeah. it's one of those movies a bit like more recently i suppose with um the the grown-up films and things like that where there's not really a plot it's just us get the jokes out there yeah and um re-watching this i reckon it's been 10 years since i've seen it properly okay um i've had it on in the background sort of thing but not sat down and watched it properly and um i actually found a lot of it a lot funnier than i remember right. not all of it it wasn't like the hilarious but certain jokes stood out to me this time or they they still worked i thought um right. some not so much and some of the, the themes are not so much but it's you know uh -huh. a 35 year old film yeah um so it's, it's not gonna be um but the characters um we'll start with um mr shoop the the, yeah, the, teacher. the teacher so you got freddie shoop played by mark Harmon. um mark Harmon, an actor maybe people know probably from television is it um ncs yeah that's it yeah i forget is it NC ncis yes that's the one um yeah. i knew him from a film called the presidio yeah, yeah, ago. with uh, Sean, Connery, Sean Connery, which I have seen, but don't remember very much. Yeah. But I yeah, definitely seen that one. Um, so yeah, the character, like we said, kind of a he's a gym PE teacher, kind of like say slackerish. He's clearly a surfer because he talks about surfing with one of the other students. Yeah, um, he just wants an easy life. Wants to go on holiday with his then girlfriend to Hawaii. Yeah, did you, you recognise the actress? Yeah, sure. She's a uh, Missy or Mum yeah. from uh, <laughs> the uh, Bill and Ted movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, uh, I, I done the. Is it her? I had to look it up. Um, but yeah, because this is a couple of years before Bill and Ted. Yeah. Well, probably filmed about a year because Bill and Ted was um, shelved, wasn't it, for a bit? The mm. first one. Um, so yeah. Um, what did you think of his performance? Because he's not one for comedy normally. Right. Okay. So overall, it's fine. It's like you know, he he played the part well. He seemed likable enough. You know. Yeah. Um, I thought the fact that he's chasing after Kirsty Alley was ridiculous, <laughs> but that is the love interest after yeah. his then girlfriend decides to ditch him so she can go on holiday without him. But she doesn't really leave him. She just. 
goes on holiday without him, which I mean is kind of you know. It's, yeah, it's it's a, it's it's not very nice, obviously, but it's not a sort of yeah, you're dumped, mate. It's yeah. more yeah, I want to go on holiday. You have to work. I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, the Kirsty Alley character's got nothing in common with him. And, Absolutely nothing. But, but what what <laughs> he reminds me of a bit is Pete Venkman from Ghostbusters. Yeah, plays uh, it a bit like him. Yeah, and therefore I'd sort of see her as a Sigourney Weaver type. Yeah. And so basically, it's he's madly in love with her because of physical attraction. Sure, but um, it's Kirstie Alley, and I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, this this was her first cinematic role. Um, I'm not a huge fan. I, I like some of the stuff she's been in. Mm. Obviously, Cheers was great. Yeah, yeah Cheers. And for comedy, about I haven't seen them for ages, but I never used to mind the uh, Look Who's Talking. Film. Yeah, sure. You know, when um, I was a kid, they were great. Yeah, she's mm. done another film called Sibling Rivalry, which might have been Carl Reiner as well. I'm not sure. Don't know. Don't know that one. Scott, Scott Backler is in it. That's why I watched okay. that when I was younger from, from Quantum Leap. Yeah. And she did do. I think it was a TV movie, a comedy with Mark Harmon called The Prince of Bel-Air a few years before this. I've definitely seen it. I don't remember anything about it. Not The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. No, no, no. The Prince I think of I, I think I watched wow. it. It was one of the... Like, like this film, we called it off late night TV as a kid. Mm. No idea what, what made me want to see it. But probably just like comedy, maybe, yeah. is why I recorded it. Sure. And um, I, I watched, watched that one and mem because of this and the title, because of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but I honestly remember nothing about it. Mm. Um, I, I, I do think Mark Harmon is really likable in the in the role. It, it's yeah, yeah. He's not he's not like overly sleazy or just kind of dickish or anything. He seems quite likable. Like you think, yeah. oh, that's a kind of a cool guy. You could hang out with him. Yeah, and that's that's, that's what they're looking for. Um, yeah. Interesting how he got the role. And they were looking for a comedy actor, a yeah. name to sort of sell the film. And Carl Reiner was watching a miniseries about mm. Ted, Ted Bundy. Bundy. That's right. Yeah, and yeah, no, I know this story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the whole sort of yeah, the smile that he did as Ted Bundy because Ted Bundy, the serial killer, if people don't know, was a, apparently a very likable guy. Like loads of people, that's how he got away with a lot of what he got away with because yeah. he was just generally quite likable and people liked him. He was quite handsome as well, apparently. And uh, yeah. It was the smile that Carl Reiner saw yeah. on his face. Yeah. He was like, "Yeah, that's the guy." That's it. Yeah, and I, I, I think in a way it works um, having him because I remember this film as a eighties comedy, not a say Chevy Chase film. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, yeah, and it's definitely big, not that. A, yeah, a big name can take away more. I mean, and you remember the teenagers in it more are these mm -hmm. sort of growing up and which, which we talk about I mean we sort of mentioned Kirstie Alley's character who's she's teaching a, history a, a history for kids who want to be there yeah they, they want to be over and, and she's just quite straight laced yeah um, just she admits she finds him charming and stuff yeah I mean I'm not saying they don't have any chemistry yeah um, they probably got on you can tell I think they probably got on very well uh, just offset, you know. Yeah. They probably, you know, could hang out and stuff. Um, so they definitely have a bit of chemistry. But yeah, it's uh, just it's just because there needs to be a love interest. There's yeah. no real reason. And a little bit of conflict between um, Mark Harmon's character and is it Mr. Gills, the vice principal. Mr. Who Gills is probably my favourite character in the film because he is quite a ridiculous man, and yeah. he is completely. I was watching. I was thinking, right, if this was made today, that's Steve Carell. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Steve Carell, right that's, there. That's true. I didn't think of it. Yeah, um, but he's great. Yeah, no, he's brilliant. <laughs> he's he's a, brilliant. He's just like the great sort of villain, villain, you know, teacher, principal type. Yeah. he's a vice. He's vice principal, isn't he? Yeah. And he just hates um, 
Freddie Shoop's, yeah, Mark Harmon's character just yeah. can't stand him. What I like is he initially loves the fact he's got to make him work over the summer, yeah. but then regrets it. Yeah. Uh, it's played by an actor <laughs> called Robin Thomas, who's yeah. mainly a character actor with a lot of TV. Mm. 137 credits. Wow. This guy. And, but I can't say I actually recognise him no. from anything. Um, but also, just just looking down at the notes, the deliberate stranger was the Ted Bundy thing. Right, that's what someone might actually look up. Yeah, I, I've never seen that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, being a TV miniseries from the eighties, it might be quite hard to find. It's true. But um, Robert Thomas was great, and and the whole he's always wearing a suit. And, yeah, um, he's, now, it's important. I mean, there is an important part here because he's uh, plot wise yeah. <laughs> amazing. Uh, he is uh, going out with the Kirstie Alley character at the beginning of the film. Is so, he at the very beginning because she sort of really flirts with him? This is something I was going to mention. See, I think she, I think they are going out. Yeah. I think she just like just testing. It must be a new relationship. She's like testing yeah. the words and seeing what he's like, yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 sort of thing. But yeah, because they are pretty much they're, they're together. Like the moment, the next moment you see them together, so yeah. I'm pretty sure they're probably yeah, starting a relationship. Yeah, it's weird how that's done though. Yeah, it's not good. Like yeah. uh, it's poorly constructed yeah. as a yeah. <laughs> as like a film. I'm like, oh, okay, they're together then. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so. Yeah, so that's kind of like, uh, again, more the conflict between, right, now I have to win this lady over yeah. from this awful St man. Steal the girl. Steal the girl, <laughs> yeah, sort yeah. of thing. But yeah. uh, no, he screws it up all himself, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of humour there, but he's, he's very the stereotypical 80s villain. Yeah. You know, just stick him in a suit. And, you yeah, know, exactly. He's got the hair, yeah. you know, looking all serious and silly. Yeah. 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 There's, there's one joke in it, <laughs> which I'm not sure. It, well, if it was done now, it would be executed a bit differently. The when uh, Mark Harmon finds finds out they're going out mm. he says he's surprised he's a heterosexual yes or something like that but it's his response of and a damn good, good one good one yeah which, which is sort of the <laughs> yeah that's how that sort of saves the joke no, in yeah, a way. absolutely because yeah because otherwise it's just sort of queer bashing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but, but that's I'm going to get to the characters but there's not that much in this film I don't think you'd you know, the, we've mentioned some of the comedies we've talked about before. There's a lot of jokes and humour you wouldn't do now. Yeah. I can't think of much in this. Not really, no. Um, though, I mean, my complaints with this film mostly are not really what they do, just sort of more what they don't do because they touch on quite a lot of serious subjects. And I know it's a comedy. Yeah. But still, they just they gloss over so much that yeah. I'm just like, wow, that's incredible. I mean, that's so 80s. That yeah. really is. Like, if those, these stories were told today, even in a comedy, they would be like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to mention this a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about these issues. I mean, there's some serious issues what, going what on here. The teenage pregnancy. Teenage pregnancy, um, uh, male underage stripper, yeah. um, alcoholic teenagers. Yeah, that, that's something that yeah. is just a joke in it. Yeah. Kids just getting drunk. Yeah. Um, but they, the, but they mention it a, f a few times. It's not like they're just well, going to court. Well, he goes to court, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah um, I mean, it's kind of... Yeah, this is some serious stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a scene where the two two of the lads are caught underage drinking and basically shoot passes them on his roller skates, sunglasses yeah. on with his dog. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And, <laughs> and basically lies to keep them out of trouble. Yes. And then he ends up in court because yes. they think that he's given them the alcohol. Yeah, soliciting, yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah. Um, Anyway, we'll talk about the, the characters. That that start with the. I'm trying to think of the the male stripper characters. Just a bit. 
He's asleep all the way through it. There's a joke. Yeah, because he's been working see all night long, yeah. and you don't know why he's asleep, and then Shoop ends up in a... Why is he... Why does he go to the strip joint? I don't even know. Does it explain why? Oh, yeah, he's, he's annoyed and wants to go for a drink, and it happens to be there, <laughs> isn't it? I think that's what happens. <laughs> and it's ladies' night, yeah. so it's just women in there. Yeah, and yeah like, that's why, isn't it? That's <laughs> why he's there, he's there, because it's ladies' night. That's it, yeah. And, they, and one of the women makes a comment about him being a fruit or something like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not your night it's ladies night yeah, yeah. you fruit or something yeah. like that <laughs> yeah because yeah, it's a term that isn't that you know yeah. it's not like you know some of the like, like the, the word used in bill and dan <laughs> yeah um, yeah yeah that's it and then he realizes it's like oh my god you're one of my students yeah, yeah and then after that he's really jealous of him yeah well there's a line <laughs> he says i hate that kid yeah it's like dude come on he's 17 yeah. he's like it's not like yeah. something you should be like we have to sort this out. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, um, the, the guy, he, he's got a familiar face, the, the actor. I think he was one of the older ones, actually. Um, and he, he pops up in a fair bit of 80s stuff. I can't think of anything off right. I, I always no. get him confused with, there's another character who's just like the dumb guy who's in um, a film called Ski School as yeah, well. Yeah, he's, um, there's a couple of actors, because I've never seen Sk Ski School, but there's a couple of actors who are of the kids yeah. in this they're both in ski yeah the other one was Dean Cameron, Dean Cameron okay. who is a chainsaw who's yeah he, one of the main he's probably him and the other his best friend uh, is a character called Dave, Dave. Dave Fraser who's played by Gary Riley who I think quit acting quite early on in yeah. his career um, they play like horror film buffs yeah and the alcohol, the sort of the drinking all the time, and it's it's it is very much implied that they drink all the time. It is, yeah. you know, it's not like they just do it every now and then. They constantly, apparently, drunk. Yeah. Um, so it is meant to be like something you go. That's a serious thing. Anyway, uh, I think um, looking at those characters, they were supposed to be the stoner types. Yeah. And then they just maybe opted for drink because yeah. of get the certificate down a bit because yeah he would, he, would, he would up the certificate now as well mm. um but they they remind me of a we mentioned the film earlier bill and ted yeah there's a lot of that they, they'll talk at the same time they've got the yeah. little catchphrases they do they they're one of the bits that i like that they did oh well there's i mean we'll get to the the gore effects scene which is my favorite part of the film but well they do a bit earlier on where they're trying to impress the the foreign exchange student girl where they're pretending to be the film critics ebert and um i forget the other one's name yeah i know um, that thing. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah and they, they're doing their sort of their back and forth sort of and i thought that was quite nice that was yeah. quite a nice nod to sort of, yeah. you know film critics and, and film yeah. and stuff i used to as a kid do the thumbs up thing yeah the two the yeah, thumbs yeah. up or the thumbs down yeah yeah, yeah. No, yeah no, no, i got it from this not yeah all right um yeah, but I think either, I really like those characters. And as a, I didn't say when I first watched this film, I'd have been about eleven or twelve, or possibly beginning of high school, early late primary school. So I watched it really young. Mm. In America, it's a PG thirteen. Yeah, I can uh, understand I, that. Yeah, oh yeah, over here it's fifteen. Yeah. Um, and for, if you look at why, I'd think different reasons. There's um, there's one f bomb. Yeah, a little bit of swearing. Yeah, calling each other dildos is quite funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just not really heard that in films before. Mm. Um. But yeah, um, so th those characters, I think, is what drew me to the film when I was younger. Yeah. And Dean Cameron plays the same sort of thing <clears> in <throat> Ski School, right. but that's more of a sex comedy. Uh, so that's an 18, and how the hell I had that on video as a kid. Um, <laughs> a lot of nudity. Yeah, crazy. it was. Yeah. It's, 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 I think it's one I watched probably 10 years ago again and just thought, oh my God, this is terrible. Yeah. Um, but Dean Cameron plays the same sort of role in that. 
very he's a very likable actor he was in Men at Work with he was um, yeah uh, Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez as well yeah still acting and he's on Instagram and everything posts a lot very mm. you know and it just it shocks me a bit by looking at the if you look up the guy who plays Dave mm. looks like an old man now yeah he would be wouldn't he when you think about it yeah and so um, yeah, and you you mentioned uh, the foreign exchange student, and yes. she's played by the actress who played a lot of vagina in yeah. Austin Powers. And try and I'm going to completely butcher her name here. Okay, so it's, yeah, yeah, it's Fabulina Udino or something like that. She's Argentinian anyway, um, originally, and then I think she moved to Italy as a child or something. Yeah, and um, yeah, she's obviously a very good-looking, very attractive woman, young woman in the film. Um, seems to like them. Uh, the, yeah. the Dave and Chainsaw. Because they're, they're nice to her. Yeah. They're trying to, you yeah. know. They're trying to woo her. But yeah. in, a, in a quite a sort of, I, I suppose, a, a little bit sleazy, but mostly kind of, you know, nice. It's, the, it's another they're more, Bill Murray. Um, yeah. They're more, they're more trying to just be, like, really good friends with her, mostly. Yeah, they, they clearly fancy her. Yeah, they fancy but, her. But it's more like, we just want to hang out with you more yeah. than we want to sleep with you kind of thing. Yeah. Well, there is the there's that bit where you know the bit where they uh, yeah they yeah. go to the beach and she almost takes her bikini top off because she's from Italy and that's what you know you know Europeans do generally when they topless sunbathing and oh she's stopped by one of the other girls and says this isn't the Riviera yeah something like that I was like oh, okay but they do the whole and then they're like oh yeah to, to, to yeah. get them to do good grades get well to get them to study and try to get good grades yeah. She offers them all favours. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he said, uh, oh, oh, that's interesting. Yes, yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's one we have to talk about. Um, yes. Um, and they, they go on field trips and, and all this. And um, it's a jock, isn't it? The, the other actor from the ski school. He's like the stereotypical jock. This is what one thing I was going to mention. It's made not long after Breakfast Club. And I think that this is the stereotype well, character. The jock, the jock character in it is also in Heather's. Where he, he plays, yes. he plays another jock, but a very different kind. Because this jock in this movie is actually quite nice. Oh, very nice. Yeah, in he, he yeah. looks after the girl. He goes to Lamar's classes with the um, pregnant girl, and they clearly like each other. And yeah, you know, and he's actually like he's not just trying to sleep with her. He clearly does like her as a human being, as a yeah. person. And I was like, wow, this yeah. is quite incredible in, in an '80s movie of this type for that for any any character to be like that really yeah i thought was like actually mature like a mature character yeah <laughs> quite nice yeah so i, I like that that was yeah. quite sweet and the, the actress is shawnee smith isn't it plays the pregnant yes shawnee yeah. smith uh, loads of stuff probably both most well known movies yeah most well known for that yeah yeah definitely and um another character who is, was moved onto the DVD front cover because the actress in America at least got really big. She did and um, Ali Mobile. Is that the yeah. one we're talking about? She was she in. She was Ali in Mobile. Yeah, I'm thinking. Which was more, a huge. It was it's huge. Yeah, famous. she was in um, in America. What was it called? Melrose Place was big. Oh she was right, in that. she was and in that. Okay. According to Jim, with Jim Belushi. Oh, okay. The wife in. That. Oh yeah. Okay. But you probably oh, I have seen that. But yeah. yeah. But Ali Mobile was the thing that I thought of the yeah. most. I forgot um, she was in that because I never yeah, really she's not, not the main character. Yeah, but she but was in that, yeah. Was a, was a supporting role, yeah. quite quite prominent in, this, um, in the programme. Courtney Fawn Smith, isn't it? Yeah. Who, who I, one of my other fil favourite films from the same era, uh, 
growing up was the second Revenge of the Nerds film. She's the thing. Yeah, I, I saw it when looking her up. Great film. But I haven't seen it, so <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> haven't seen any of them. Okay, so. the, the, w I'd love to do one on the first film because there's so much wrong with it. Okay, that we talk about. But yeah. unfortunately, the first film I never really liked that much as a kid. It was the second one. Right, and uh, she was in that, and she was also in. Uh, what was it called? Chairman of the board with Carrot Top. Which, right. If you look, uh, look up. <laughs> okay. If you want to, if you want to uh, laugh, yeah. Go on YouTube. Look up Norm Macdonald and Courtney Fawn Smith on. I think it's Conan, or it's a talk mm -hmm. show where they're on together. She's promoting the Carrot Top film. That's right. Yeah, I've seen that clip. Yeah, that is really funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is a funny yeah. clip. It doesn't sound like in your tone you find it funny, but I know you and you do. I do find it funny. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I, yeah, yeah. It, I am one of these weird people, kind of like Christopher Guest, that finds a lot of things funny but doesn't sound like they are yeah, yeah. It funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she got pretty big and there's a, I think it was a DVD release, with like a special edition where they'd done a front cover and her name is Third Bill. Um, after Kirsty Alley, who's actually not really in much of it, Kirsty Alley. She, she's in it for the name, I think, because she'd be, just be getting off... Um, Cheers and Star Trek 2 and stuff. Yeah. So this is... Yeah, I don't... You know, uh, the whole Kirsty Alley thing with this film, I just think... I, yeah, it's kind of pointless, but you... It's going to be there, isn't it? The kind yeah. of... The character is going to be there. It is the archetype sort of chase, you know... Yeah. Chase the female, win her over kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, there's a few romances going on. And like you said, the best one... Yeah, is the Shawnee Smith absolutely? One. That's lovely. I, I yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Um, and there's a bit with uh, well, not really romance, but the, the nerdy character who I, I really like. Mm. Um, but he's very stereotypical nerd. Yeah, and the actor from that has basically done hundreds of voiceovers. Yeah, which you can completely tell because he's got this yeah. incredibly wacky voice in it. Yeah. which yeah. is like wow. That's yeah, he's a voice actor yeah. for yeah. sure. Very very revenge of the nerds. Yeah. and he reminds me of. Looks-wise, Peter O'Hanna O'Hanrahan from the day-to-day. -day. Yeah, absolutely. Patrick Marber. <laughs> yeah, does look like Patrick Marber. Yeah. And, yeah, he's, he's good, but there's a bit... He's kind of chasing the Kelly J. Minter character. Yeah. A bit yeah, they're, 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 it's not really, like, full-on sort of thing, but it's clearly implied. And yeah. she, you know, she kind of likes him a yeah. little bit, but, yeah, he's a yeah. nerdy character. So. Th that's very... Um, Lisa and Screech from Saved by the Yeah, Bell. that kind. Absolutely yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was before that, so... Ha! Yeah, yeah. Winner. Yeah. Most influential film of all time, this. No. <laughs> well, no, but... So, it, they all have flaws. The reason why that there's important, you know, yeah. plot point is the reason why they're in the position that they're in is because they all have different... And they're all different flaws. They're not... Yeah. There's not one that's the same. So, one of them that I thought was really interesting when they bring it up, sort of, second half of the film, the Kelly Jo um, character, Denise something green I think her name is yeah. uh, so she's playing like this badass girl where yeah. she's like from the street kind of thing won't take no shit kind of stuff um, but she and so she's constantly not bringing in her work yeah 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 right? so she's like hiding something like the fact that and it turns out she has dyslexia yeah right which is something lots of people have and even in the 80s wasn't you know an unknown thing it wasn't like a new thing but uh, sure, it was probably something that was not talked about very much. And I thought, oh, that's cool. That's yeah. really good. But they do really gloss over it. They really yeah. simplify it. They basically make it out like Shoop just says, hey, you know, you it's not a big deal. All you've got to do is go to these other special classes where they can teach you how yeah. to do things differently because your brain's a bit different from, you know, I'm like... She's been going her whole life with this trouble. She's not just all of a sudden going to just go, all right, yeah, you're right, I'll yeah. just go to these classes then and everything will be fine. It just 
simplified yeah. the whole thing. I mean, I get it, right? It's yeah. a comedy, it's 90 minutes. But it, but it does, <laughs> one thing it does pick up on is the fact that they'd missed it. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, well, no, and he does it, mention that. that yeah. yeah, and, uh, and uh, Kirstie He's quite Alley, angry about how it's been missed as yeah, well. Yeah, which is great. And Kirstie Alley, because he's talking to Kirstie Alley character about it, and she says uh, she's just someone who slipped through the cracks, which is a classic line yeah. in America. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, young people slipping through the cracks. Yeah. You know, and sure, I mean, very honest. Also doesn't bode well for the education system in America. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a little jab at the, yeah, I think it, it's, at the school, school system in America. I don't know. I imagine it is, but they don't want to push it too far yeah. and uh, oh also filmed in the same school as karate kid and one and, of my home well, we're going to mention <laughs> was going to mention that so yeah, two, just, just two classic that. schools yeah <laughs> yeah and, it, and she was in the second night as well maybe um kelly german never, never she, left she was in the fourth one I thought. Well, she, oh she might have been yeah. i was gonna say maybe she never left that school <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's the fourth one isn't it because yeah. She, yeah she's in one of the the later ones yeah and uh, she sort of turned into this sort of horror actress Right. Very friendly lady, met her at Comic-Con. Yes. And she was annoyed that they um, didn't get any photos of summer school because people keep asking her. She goes to these horror conventions mm. and people want to sign picture from summer school because that's what they remember her from. Right. And I was the same because her character in, in this is more memorable than yeah. pretty much anything else I've yeah, seen her I, in. I, yeah, you know, I agree with that. Yeah, we we mentioned oh, the the Pam character. We mentioned the actress Courtney Fawson. Yeah, she's sort of the daydreaming surfer. Yes, there's a very interesting plot again with her wish. Yes, her wish. Okay, so there's there's two important things I'd say with with this character as far as um, you know plot devices and also sort of serious commentary. So she ends up living with Shoop because she is in love with him you know it's not an unusual sadly not an unusual thing for a, someone to fall in love with a teacher um to be in that position though where she can end up going and living with them you know yeah dangerous stuff very dangerous area today would not be even tolerated even as a sort of jokey thing i don't think no no, no. um but that's the, the one thing i mentioned yeah that, 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 yeah um but uh you know nothing happens obviously he's completely almost oblivious in a way yeah which is kind of strange and uh the kirstie alley character has to tell him yeah this isn't you can't mm. be, this is not yeah. cool man basically yeah. well, it's, uh, it's clear that he doesn't want her there no but he's said they can do it have any wish yeah so he reluctantly does it's a, it it's a bit dodgy isn't it yeah, any it, wish anyway just yeah just, you know it's a weird thing it, to it, say it's it's his slackery character yeah he says exactly. things without thinking yeah it's how the, how the hell was this man that's <laughs> yeah, i know <laughs> that's, but this this is why i like films like this mm. because they're stupid and <coughs> i also i love that it's got heart and it, it's got these things it touches on it yeah. means really, you know. Yeah, it's not. There's nothing mean about this movie. Sure, completely. Well, you, you compare the the scene where he goes <clears throat> to jail, and they do do a joke about um, prison. What what goes on with men in prison? Um, do they? Very, very, it. very briefly. Now we talked about out. dirty work, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> where yeah, there's a joke in that. Yeah. Which I love, Norm Macdonald. But come on, in this, when he, <coughs> when he gets out of jail, he's got a, an earring. And he just goes, oh, I made a friend. That's right. Remember that now? Yes, remember yeah. that now. But that's very... Yeah. That could mean... It. We know what it's saying, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's not the, in your the, face. The, the, the implication, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that she comes from a broken home. 
Uh, yeah. She comes from a home that has far too many kids living it, and there's really no, there's no. I mean, I could say broken home, not necessarily in the sense of, you know, a, necessarily abuse. abuse or anything like that, but yeah. just completely dysfunctional. Yes. Yeah. Uh, again, played almost for last because they're all surfers. Yeah, they're all they're surfers. All blonde surfers. They're all blonde and surfers, and they're like, you know, do these sort of kind of characters. It's like, ah, oh, funny, isn't it? It's not funny. There's loads of kids living in probably a very small place, and there's no room for her. And yeah. she's still a child. She, she's yeah, she's still, 16. She's 16 yeah. in the film. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, this isn't, yeah. you know. Th that, that's a, a, a joke that wasn't thought about. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not nasty. No, there's nothing, yeah. there's, there's nothing you, nasty in this film. There's yeah. nothing that is, like, mean about this movie at all. Yeah. They're trying. It's like one of those things where you're trying really hard to touch on lots of loads of issues. There's also important issue brought up at the end of right right at the very end of the movie with the pregnant girl um uh, which i'll talk about in a minute but yeah so they talk they, they, lots of really important issues coming up which are still important today yeah with with young people and or with people in general and yeah it's just it's a comedy it's 90 minutes we can't really talk about these things in any meaningful serious way so we're just yeah. going to surface it all the way through gloss pretty much over everything and yeah stick with the laughs as much as possible you know? yeah but, but they're still there that's a good thing yeah it's not just american pie no, oh no you know, it's yeah. nothing like american pie you know it, yeah. it, it, with this plot it could be yeah but then then i think it it would be imagine if in a nastier say nastier but uh, a film with uh, so let's say you used the term ruder film dirtier jokes mm -hmm. ruder film. and that plot with pam and um snoop happens it wouldn't work it would be it, it kind of gets away with it it, it sticks out now yeah but back then i don't think anyone would, would have thought anything well, of probably it probably not um no. but now it would be remembered as oh it's really nasty yeah it's not it's, it's not good it's not appropriate in any kind of way and it would lead to yeah it would you'd, you'd just be fired straight away like the moment anyone yeah. knew about it yeah this this bloke wouldn't have a job anyway but yes yeah, of course yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and it, it is it's trying to say something about you know first loves maybe crushes that sort of thing yeah as as well as you know she gets over him really quickly which of course is done for laughs like to, meant to be funny like you know uh, you see what teenagers are like they yeah. love one person one day yeah. and they completely don't give a damn the next and it's like yeah but really yeah. that's not really how it works yeah. <laughs> he throws a massive house party where they're all drinking that's well. right there's that as well i mean uh, yeah missed that one but yeah. as in like talking about but i thought well yeah, yeah i mean there's a scene in that where the the couch um gets set fire Yes, he actually that, really injured himself because that uh, really did go up, uh, and he tried to put it out. And there's, oh. apparently, there's scenes where you can see his hurt hand in that. Yeah, yeah, I read. Oh, yeah, I read yeah. that as well. Harmon, what a guy! Oh, I know. Well, there we go. Yeah. For for the craft, he's all about all yeah. about taking the taking the role seriously yeah. and everything. Yeah, um, it, it doesn't look like they all had fun making this. Oh, completely. I don't think there's there's nothing in it that looks like oh yeah, these this is this would have been tricky or this would have been hard work or anything yeah I there's a, there's several maybe too many montages yeah which i like that's yeah a, well that that's filler isn't it it's like it's <laughs> runtime yeah like. <laughs> so, so but sometimes it's so they can squeeze a bit of visual humor in sure like they, they go to the, the like fun fair and stuff and then yeah they're pulling silly faces yeah though they wanted to sort of you know show that they were just like, having a good time. Oh, oh, can I talk, actually, just talking about the characters as a whole, yeah. there is a character who appears at the beginning oh, and yeah. at the end. This is what, yeah. And he's probably one of, like, I think, he's the best kid, really. <laughs> is this the, I was going to mention jokes that work. Is this the, 
The one who goes to the bathroom. This is the guy who Brilliant. goes to the bathroom. It is probably the funniest part of the film, the funniest character, and I think, yeah. Jerome. Jerome is, is his name. He's <laughs> clearly a tough guy, no messing about, says at the beginning of the movie, I'm going to the bathroom, and doesn't arrive back until they do the test right at the end. And uh, he says he was asked where have you peed, and he's got this. He's got the thing you have to take when you go to the yeah. bathroom to show that's where you're, you know, in the hall sort of thing. He says bathroom. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, brilliant. No more questions need to be asked, sort of thing. No, did you say his zipper was stuck? That's the joke. His zipper was stuck. That wasn't in the copy I saw. Oh really? No, he just said I've been in the bathroom. Oh right, no, and in and I've got the DVD, British right. DVD. Oh. It says um. <laughs> he asked to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Then he shows up and he goes, what happened? Yeah. The zipper was stuck. They say that when he's back. I don't know. I don't remember that. Yeah. I just remember him just being like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. been doing whatever, I, whatever I've been uh, doing. Don't uh, mess, you know, there's no, no, uh, you so know. Both, both work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they get the, the scores, who gets the highest? He gets the highest, <laughs> gets 96%, which is the highest by a long way. Um, yeah. uh, again, it's a, it is a jab at the school system, that one, yeah. because it's like, yeah, you know, these tests are nonsense, really. Because it is, it's one of them, it's yeah. the multiple question, you know, yeah. answer tests, which yeah. we would never have in <laughs> this see, country. You see chains on that, just, they're, they're yeah. behind, so they just, yeah, yeah. just go through it. C, 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 C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, so like, I remember doing that sort of thing in school, and the whole humming scene is quite, that's... that's uh, early on as well, yeah. yeah. That's uh, very much sort of, yeah, just trying to wind up the teacher sort of yeah. thing. Um, oh no no the earlier one is the one of the one of the kids has taken his keys and then they're all playing in on oh, where yeah. the keys are and stuff but yeah then they all the humming thing was with the vice principal yeah um again love the vice principal because he does not get he gets flustered at shoot but he does not get flustered at the kids at all so going now the greatest scene in the film is the gore scene yeah. where they all because we've got two guys who do gore effects and it's rick baker so it's you know they look great right they're proper fantastic latex flesh hanging off blood everywhere guts hanging out fantastic proper 80s was it actually rick, rick baker it is rick baker yeah, they mentioned Un him in the film uncredited they? though he was yeah. uncredited but those are his effects and you yeah. can tell completely oh, yeah, yeah. because he looks they are they are the ones that you see in like um uh, American Wealth in London and stuff yeah. like that. Clearly, it's Rick Baker. This work. is one of the reasons I think this film's a 15 in this country. Definitely. Um, but when you look well, at. Well, the, there's shots of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. That, that, you know, that was banned. Banned at the here. time. Uh, yeah, over here. Over here. Well, they, they show it in the school, don't they? Yeah. Great. And. Yeah, it, but if you look at why it's got the. On IMDb, why it's got. It says scary skin, it says none. Yeah. Like, they clearly that's it looks the gore looks great yeah it looks fantastic but it's really you know over the top very silly um you know gory so if you're squeamish you'd be like oh no i don't like that at yeah. all but you know if you like that sort of thing you're like brilliant this is yeah. fantastic and um so there's a, a substitute teacher and she's freaking out like yeah. oh my god ah! and the pri first principal's like oh fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it's there, minute. Bloody yeah. kids! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the time and effort, what must have gone Yeah, through, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. And yeah, that scene really stands out. It's funny. Yeah. Um, if you're into horror, it's cool. Yeah, it's this is kind of thing. If you are into horror, this is a cool film. Yes. Because you've got, obviously, the, the Kelly Jo Minter. Yeah. Um, the references, the showing Texas Chainsaw Massacre in school. Even yeah. though the kids don't. 
the two who are massive fans of Chainsaw Massacre don't really seem to get the film for what it is. No, they just love they just love violence and yeah. gore and yeah, just, but that film yeah, isn't that got that. No, but I think they just like the craziness of it, yeah. and the leather face going yeah. and all that. You know, yeah. just they love all that kind of just insanity. I think yeah. is what they the, the, they the, love the the bit was with the bunnies at the beginning as well. That's good when they go to the, oh, the, yeah. the zoo and they just make out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. That yeah, yeah. yeah, I yeah. Like and that. then with that as well, like everybody knows it's them mucking about apart from the extraction. Yeah. Yeah, but she loves it. When she realises that it's a joke and yeah. stuff, she goes, Oh, it's great. That's yeah, yeah. Like, you know, she starts with, It's a lie. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lie. It's like, Oh, that's yeah. kind of cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but stuff like that, I think, it's just a, it's a bit of an all over the place film. It completely. But, but yeah, that's it's kind of insane when you think about it on those terms of like, right, a well structured, put together movie. This is not what this is not. This is, I mean, I must admit, because when films are like that, I get really tired out by them, and mm. I did almost fall asleep in it because I was like, "Oh no, this is yeah. there's too there's not enough connection, there's not enough keeping me wanting to be invested in it." And so it's another one of those movies where I can like point out bits that I go, "Yeah, that was cool, that was nice," but overall, as a movie, as a story, I don't, I don't yeah. care. It's, but, I mean, it's, it's meant to be that all oh, will they pass the exams, but do we care anyway? That didn't the, fact that, the fact that they don't care, yeah, doesn't. They no, just don't want to be there. But I do like that they didn't go for the whole oh well they all completely reformed and changed and did brilliantly because they didn't no. a lot of them don't pass but what they all do which is important and i think is an admirable element to the story um is that they all improved and then that's mentioned and the point is is like yeah look they may not be great not every kid is going to end up being a, a an a star student but if you work well with people, they can improve, they can do better. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. That's yeah, they, they, they pick up on how someone's still failed, but they've done like four times better. Yeah, exactly, that's yeah. what I mean. And, yeah. and that reminds me very much of myself at school, because I did not excel at school at all. Not at all. And the idea that someone would be there and say, hey, look, you might not done, you know, you might not have passed even, but you did better, much better than you had done before. Yeah. That, to me, would have been... Wonderful! I never had that kind of no. uh, that, that, that kind if, of encouragement. If it's, if, if pass is eighty percent, mm. and you get seventy, and no. you get yeah, yeah. yeah but if, if say, say yeah. in real life, yeah, yeah say it's eighty percent. I, I just didn't want to use sixty nine as an example. <laughs> so if it's a, say you get eighty and then you get seventy nine, mm. it's the world of difference. But it isn't. Yeah, you know that's I. I Personally, don't get to. I hate exams. Me too. I think everything's yeah. just a memory test, and that's not yeah. fair. No, I, I don't like it. I never Great. liked it, and I, I, I've sworn to never do another exam in my life, which hasn't happened. I've had to do one running a pub. Yeah, yeah, I hate it. It's just, I've got a terrible memory. Well, I've got notes here. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. The simple thing I should remember, like drinking with circles around it. I've got in my notes here, which is my notes for life. <laughs> um, but one thing I was going to mention as well at the end, one thing I, I kind of like, it sort of implies that Chainsaw's really holding Dave back, because Dave passes, doesn't he? That's and right. He, and he hates it these that, that is very, that is actually, again, another one of those kind of, oh, here we go, peer pressure, right? This is a peer pressure element, mm. you know, something that's very common again. So you've got one character who's, I mean, it is played for laughs, obviously, and it is kind of funny because yeah, yeah. of the kind of characters they are. Because ultimately he just wants to hang out with his friend and they want to be like, you know, blood brothers and just yeah. they're the same kind of person sort of thing. But ultimately in real life, it is that kind of thing where it's like, oh, so you did better than me, did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he's we can't like, be friends with you anymore. He says he'll do it again and fail. Yeah, yeah, he said, I'll, I'll, I'll do better than I'll fail next time, sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'll 
do worse next yeah. time, I promise. But, <laughs> the actor who plays Dave we mentioned earlier, he, he did retire from acting. His mm. name is Gary Riley. Yeah. The only thing, I've, I have seen him in sort of TV movies and stuff, I'm sure, but he's in Plain Strange and Automobiles. Yes. He steals the wallet. He doesn't say anything. He breaks yeah. into the hotel at night and he's, I think he might even have the same sort of hat on. He's probably shot at the same time. Both uh, it, the same yeah, year. yeah, it probably was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 They might have just been filming in the same... Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, if possible, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so where, you know, so, yeah, we talked about the, basically the end of the movie is is them, you know, doing the exam, um, but the ultimate, the, what we need the film to end on is to make sure that the, the teacher gets to keep his job because the... the the plot point that we hadn't mentioned is is that if he doesn't get these yeah, yeah, kids yeah. to pass, then, then he just gets fired yeah, apparently from a job that he doesn't want. want. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the principal but he does want the job because he, he yeah. you tell he actually enjoys it. In the yeah, end, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. He puts a suit on at the end. He does. Yeah, yeah. he does all this kind of you know, look at me, I'm really trying. You try, goddammit, kind yeah. of uh, speech. You know, um, but yeah, the principal comes back and he's like, hey, they've all done all right. Look, they've done much better than they were going to do. You can keep your job. It's fine. Yeah, and the vice principal's like, oh, "Why I on earth? <laughs> <laughs> I've lost my girlfriend and my dignity." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I still got this suit, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, but nothing I, I kind of like. He does all the wishes. Yes, and then they get everything they want. Even the fact that he's—it's a really short scene, but the jock sort of bullies him on the football field, sort of beats it. You know, he's, he's that's there. it. Yeah, um, yeah. I sort yeah. of forget that the, some of the characters mix into one for me, I've got to be honest, like right. the jock and the, the sleepy guy. Yeah, well, this I mean, the, the, the sleepy guy who is a stripper at night, he's, his character is almost non-existent, almost as, as non-existent as the uh, the guy who goes to the bathroom, really. Yeah. Um, who's a much better character, I yeah. think. But yeah, uh, the jock character, because he doesn't play up the jock so much, he is like, a, he's a nice jock who's yeah. like looking after the girl who's pregnant and um, his wish what he wants is he wants someone to help train with him when he yeah just wants help yeah to, yeah. to train with the the, uh, the the football and stuff and yeah. uh, Shoop's character is a is meant to be you know he's a gym teacher and he's uh, football was like meant to be his thing though he doesn't look like it but the thing is I read that Mark Harmon the re he did all of the stuff and you know he did play American football. Ah, okay. Before, he, you know, when he was younger, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, imagine this film if they wanted a comedy lead if they got John Candy. I mean, yeah. Mark Harmon's far more believable. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I think Bill Murray could have done it. Yeah, maybe. But, but, but then I, it would be... You can't imagine the way the film is yeah. being done with, with a, a real comedic actor. Like, someone where comedy is their yeah. bread and butter sort of thing, and uh, you're expecting them to be like that. Yeah. You know, this is this is certainly more, though is a comedy, is more trying to feel a little bit more... It's normal. It's an ensemble, ensemble <laughs> cast, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it, it, like we said before, it would take the emphasis away from yeah, the other Yeah, sure, that's be... right. Yeah, it's not like this film is his movie. And it's not, it really isn't. No. It really isn't. Even though he is good in it and charismatic and stuff and does does uh, lead the film well, you don't go, oh, right, well, it's all him, you know? Yeah. Because it's not. It's not no, all him. No. Like, Chain, like Chainsaw and Dave are... They're the memorable They're, they're ones, more memorable, I'd say just as memorable, even more so, and... and and have a lot to say within the film uh, as far as the the direction that the film goes in and the pacing of the film is very much about is very much more on their level yeah 
Just, um, just a few more things I want to mention, actually, because we, we're up to 45 minutes already. Right. This, is, this is mad. This, I was going <laughs> to... I was considering putting this with another um, film and making yeah. it a double episode, but I don't think I will, and I don't think okay. I'll have to. Okay. Which is great. But you mentioned the, the horror scene. Yeah. Did you, did you read that they filmed that on Halloween? Yes. So, so they, they could all go get, out. They could all that. go out and awesome. uh, basically, yeah, be wearing the same... Oh, yeah, great. I mean, yeah. that, 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 that rubber latex stuff is not cheap, and that looks amazing just looks incredible like yeah. you know you went out in that if you went anywhere anytime even today you you know yeah. to yeah, people like ah, that's incredible where'd you yeah. get that from sort of thing, yeah. do, do you think if they made this remade this that that bit would be done with cgi that'd be a real shame that, they, they wouldn't have to, but yeah. it'd be ridiculous yeah yeah it would look yeah. awful yeah. Yeah. yeah and um yeah i really like that that's a nice little thing there's nothing of it looks like they all had fun on set definitely and um also yeah um being a teen film did you know uh, Courtney Fawn Smith and Dave Cameron were in a short-lived series called Fast Times? Yeah, it's a, uh, a failed uh, yeah. try at a you know a TV version of Fast Time Richmond Heights. Yeah, I've so. never even heard of the series. No, either. I hadn't either. But I figured that that probably would have been there would have been an attempt at yeah. it because like the Ferris Bueller one with yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. I think I think a lot of these show of uh, films have had attempts yeah. and maybe just got. Yeah. I mean, Summer School could have worked as a series. Yes, yeah, certainly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like I say, like it's Saved by the Bell. Yeah, know, in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know? So, it's better than Saved by the Bell. Oh, it's be <laughs> much better than Saved by the Bell, but it's that it's that kind of thing. It's that yeah. element. You you could do it more as a drama comedy more than a straight comedy, yeah. which um, is how this film kind of tries to play out. I mean, it is certainly still more comedy, but there is there are, like I say, these serious issues. Not that there aren't serious issues in certain episodes in you know sitcoms, you know, yeah. but. But yeah, there's, the the feeling of this movie is is like right, we want it, we want it to be light, but we want people to go, oh yeah, that's relatable, that's realistic. You know, I know I'm like that. I know someone who go, is going through that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relatable is the word, I think. Yeah, there's certainly. a lot of characters in it, and yeah. it's something for each each viewer, younger viewer especially, is aimed at younger, yeah, um, to connect with. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I don't yeah. think there's mentioned it earlier very breakfast club influence yeah and but it's it's a lot more light-hearted than breakfast club breakfast, breakfast club is kind of seen as a a comedy but it's more drama with some jokes in it i'd say yeah and club. they don't get on get along until the end yeah. all of these none of these kids are fighting or beefing with each other none of these no. kids are having a real problem with each other yeah, and, and one thing what yeah. you often get in teen movies is the theme of bullying and that, there's none yeah, of that in there there is none nothing yeah. i mean yeah. there's a little there's some you know some what i suppose we call like light-hearted joking and japing with each other yeah. there's nothing no, there's nothing no there. bullying then all the characters seem to actually like each other that's what i mean they all yeah. they, they all clearly are friends yeah <laughs> and that, that might be one of the flaws when you when you look at it there's not much conflict in there there, there isn't there isn't i mean that's why i was getting bored i yeah. think and almost falling asleep yeah. so it's like there's really nothing keeping like holding me like story wise yeah. i could just say like, okay we're yeah. sort of plodding through you know yeah but do, do you think you'd have enjoyed it more watching it as a sort of 10 year old maybe yeah. See, i was thinking about this yesterday because this is not really the sort of thing i watched when i was younger yeah. even as a teenager these aren't really the kind of movies that i would watch and I didn't see many of them. Like I didn't see Breakfast Club till I was in my twenties. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, and yeah. I don't think I saw really many of those kind of teen movies until I was a bit older. And I thought, well, I'll go check them out because they weren't yeah. really my kind of thing at the time. Yeah. I'm a little old now. See what all the fuss was about, kind of thing. So yeah, I doubt I would have seen it at yeah. all. Even if you know, and if it was on, I probably wouldn't have paid much attention to it. Probably. Yeah. Okay. 
But when the gore came, bit came, yeah, I'd probably be been like, "Wow, yeah, that's cool," yeah. because I, I watched horror movies. Yeah, because um, yeah. I, I sort of lump it in not just with teen films, but films like just looking at me, my film collection and stuff like um, Wayne's World and things like that, where there's not much of a plot to Wayne's World, is there? No, it's just jokes and jo but because the humour in it isn't particularly over the top, mm. sort of airplane silly. <laughs> yes, that, you know yeah, what I mean? It's not that. It's not that. that no, so that is sort of this in-between film. Yeah, and I think f why I like it so much it is the I watched it young. Mm, I really too. like the characters. Yeah, I kind of think it's just a nice stick-on in the background film. Yeah, it's not the sort of film that you could watch with a lot of people and everyone would roar a laughter with. But it, it's sort of more like yeah. I said before. I've watched it in the last ten years in the background while I've been. I've probably had it on while I've been researching a podcast for another film. This one you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we're just talking about like, I don't know, the combinations, similarities between certain films, I can't really think of a movie that is clearly a comedy that is similar to it, like really similar to it. Like it's got bits and pieces that you go, oh, that's kind of like that, that's kind of like this sort of yeah. thing. But it's not really, it has a tone that I was completely like, oh, okay, I don't, I wasn't expecting this. I was, I was sort of thinking it was going to be more wacky more zany yeah you know and it's not at all it's very low key like yeah. very low key for the for the majority of the film not every moment but the the general pacing of it is very calm very serene like say everyone you know people get along all the there's not really much conflict um he's having a hard time but really he's just getting on with it like really just like whatever yeah. you know it's like surf dude kind of thing yeah. but not but again not over the top not like crazy there aren't any scenes of surfing there aren't many scenes of many surfers uh, but it's just got that kind of feel of just like laid back yeah. relaxed kind of you know and it's like yeah i don't can't really think of another i'm sure there were a few others yeah I mean, similar movies like this at the time but i i didn't see them no i mean i think it it was probably made they got they did get a good director in for comedy um, yeah. On the, the the back of almost the Brat Pack type yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, when I um, saw Mandy about it, she said, "Oh, is that a Brat Pack film?" And I was like, "There's none of them in this." No. You so, know? so it's it's. I think it's it's jumping on a bandwagon, but they've done something a bit different with it. And I definitely think it, it's influenced the likes of Breakfast Club. And I've sold Breakfast Club, Bill and Ted. Yeah. It's, so, so it's sort of stolen ideas. It's almost like making a light-hearted Breakfast Club. You think about it. Mm. They're, in, they're they're made to stay in school for a summer instead of an afternoon. Yeah. That's a big Breakfast Club. Sure. Um, and then yeah. I think it's influenced the likes of Bill and Ted, possibly Saved by the Bell. I know it's not yeah. a film. Um, yeah, I, I think so. Um, but yeah. then it also borrows from little things like Revenge of the Nerds. Right, yeah. And but the nerd thing was a big 80s yeah. you know which is we're looking back to quite nasty yeah um yeah, it, it's just played it's just played for laughs like yeah. making fun of a person for no other reason than it's just who they are yeah yeah it's, it's not good yeah <laughs> but, but the, ner the nerdy guy he's got the look of it but he he comes around you know it's in not comes around but he's he's interesting his background is interesting because his background is of a family of Af academics who've done all well lots of them yeah and his obviously his flaw is that it's uh anxiety pressure yeah right that he's got at home and he can't he just can't handle it because everyone's so like geniuses at home yeah. and he's not but he's not stupid at no. all yeah he just can't handle the pressure and so that's kind of true he's the one that comes up with the contract because he's kind of like i think oh it probably comes from a family of lawyers or something because he he sees it as yeah. a contract make a contract with the teacher about you know we'll do this if you do this for us kind of thing which yeah. is the the wishes and all that oh yeah yeah totally yeah. Totally, yeah 
Yeah. So that was interesting. I thought. I was like, yeah. Oh, they see that. You see, he's and he was very confident there when he was doing that. But when he's thinking about his schoolwork and everything, he's ah, like, oh, I can't handle it. Yeah. 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 I just um, talk about the, the sort of reviews a bit. Uh, I I didn't look up any. Yeah. Of those. It's very very average. Um, fifty six on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. Which is it's not a it's not a rotten one is it that's, if it's over 50 is it that they say yeah, yeah well that's it i mean if you're if you're over over the average sort of yeah. thing um 6.6 .6 on imdb again it's average isn't and it? and 3.2 on letterboxd and yeah um bang in the middle and it got average reviews at the time uh i i think it done it done okay at the box office i forgot to look up exactly what it made all its budget but it was the thirty-second highest grossing film in America that year, which is it's all right. It's yeah, not, you know, it's I mean, there probably wasn't much budget on it, so no, and um, so it probably made money. Yeah. And but I, I, I generally think that if you, if, I mean, looking online, you know, a lot of eighties um, film groups and stuff. I mean, it does, it doesn't get mentioned as much as Fast Times, Breakfast Club, oh, you wouldn't, know. Wouldn't. But it, but it does get mentioned. Um, when you you posted on your Facebook, you were watching. There was gifts of it when I went to yeah. comment. Yeah. So it's it's. I think it's in America at least a little bit of a cult film. It must be, yeah. And and over here, probably not so much. No. I, I can remember. I can't really remember ever seeing the video case anywhere. Possibly did it pass me by because it looks it almost looks like a kids' film. Yeah. And uh, but a mate of mine, one mate in school, really loved it. Right, and, and he would have rented it, I think. Okay, well there we go. Uh, so it must but, have been about. That. Yeah, um, but I just remember it being on TV, recording it. Right, it was that sort of that yeah. sort of film. Uh, I re-rated this when when I rewatched it, and for me, just talking about it, it makes me think. It, it, it is not the plot lets it down, but it's a fun film, and for me, it's almost like a comfort film now. Yes, I can completely understand yeah. that. Completely. Yeah, so I'm still going to give it a four, personally, right. which isn't too far off the actual where it is. It's not too far off Letterboxd, where they gave it 3.2. Yeah. So I don't feel less bad about myself now. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, so out of five for you, sir. If, okay, being completely honest, I'd have to just give it a three. Yeah, that's it fair. Get, it, that's get, a it gets just a three. Um, yeah, like looking over it completely as a whole, if I was going to be really, you know, critical and look into it more from the technical point of view it would be getting a two yeah. but i think overall as a film i can understand how why you appreciate it i could see why people who were into those kind of movies could look at it nostalgically now it doesn't have any of like the real horrors that you see in some 80s movies where you go that's awful that's you know just disgusting or whatever you know it's it's nice it's a nice film yeah. so you know and that's the, with the themes right. in it it could have gone the way of um, the last one we done, The Legend of Billie Jean. Yeah. Um, which I still really like. But they're, they're, yeah. I see these two films as completely different. Definitely. Completely. But they came out not far apart, no. and they've both got the same sort of teenage themes. Yeah. But it's different takes on it. That could completely. Um, but, I mean, Carl Rayner, I love his work with Steve Martin. Yeah, I know. And, 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 I, yeah, I, and I, 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 I can see, if you look at the films he done with Steve Martin, The Jerk was a massive hit, the first yeah. one. Yeah. Then they'd done a... Um, after that, I think was Dead Men Don't Don't Wear Plaid, right, yeah. which bombed. Yeah, all of me bombed, and the Man with Two Brains. Even though all these films were remembered well, yeah. but they all bombed. Yeah, and I think he wanted a commercial film. Sure, and that's why he done like this and Summer Rental and things like that. Yeah, afterwards, I mean his last film, I think, was, wasn't it Fatal Instinct or something? He probably got into the 
So, you know, the Zacker Brothers rip-off film. Oh, right, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, did he Did he work with them? Did he, um, well, it's that sort of humour. Because, like, right. like, Hot Shots wasn't them, but the same sort of thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's sort of done that. And I'm sure possibly his last film was, like, a Bette Midler comedy. Probably. I, I, I personally don't know. I only really know Carl Rayner from, they say, from the Steve Martin films and working with... Um, Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. So that's that's he's really a Dick Van Dyke writer as well, wasn't he? For oh Dick yeah. Van Dyke show, which, yeah. Which is a sitcom I actually really like. Yeah, I think it sounds yeah, hilarious. Really nice. Yeah. So it's it's a, it's a weird one because I, I always look at this as it's different from his other stuff. But when I actually look into his other stuff, yeah, what you're going to it isn't yeah the start the the style of it, the pacing of it, the the way the way it looks. I was like, yeah, it is like you know, yeah. I completely see a Carl Reiner. Yeah, uh, film here. So, um, but yeah, I mean, teenage. Yeah. When you think teenage comedy, you don't think Arvina, but no. yeah, when you if you watch, you go, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, one thing I, I do remember picking up on as a kid is his cameo. He's also got a cameo in The Jerk. Mm. I recognised him as that guy, but I had no idea that was the yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, no, no, me neither. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know really what he looked like. No. Uh, not really, not that that age. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't have really cared about the director at that age when I first watched yeah. it. It was only when I got full nerd when I was about fifteen. <laughs> and um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a it's an overused word, but it is just a nice. Film, it is nice. It's a rare. It's a rarity that I think. Um, yeah, that's a really nice movie. Do you know? There's a film that's not similar, but is also nice um, as an eighties teen movie done on a very different level and it's not well known but I've seen it um, a few times because I don't just quite enjoy it um, it's and I'm going to completely forget the name of it now Seven Minutes in Heaven it's called starring Jennifer Connelly it's one of her first ones and that's a really for me I yeah. think it's a really nice teen movie got some comedy in it but it's more drama based than this yeah. one um, and yeah, I'd tell you the pacing and the feel is similar, even though the stories are completely different. Okay, I'll look that um, one. It doesn't. Well, the name sounds familiar, yeah. but when you say Jennifer Connelly, I can't. I can't picture the film. Yeah, so, yeah. It's a really. It's not like anything else that she really did because she didn't really do those kind of movies, and it's not like a typical teen. It's more. It's got more of a realistic feel to it, like a t the tonally, it feels more like real um, and honest. Um, but it, it does play at a level that isn't scary or you think oh wow this is about really like you know hard hitting stuff it's more just sort of teens going through teen stuff okay yeah and yeah it's it's just nice I just remember watching it and thinking man this is a really nice movie and not the kind of thing I would generally watch at all yeah. so it's, yeah um, I can think of one other sort of teen film she'd done um, called I think it's Career Opportunity yeah, that was a little later. Yeah, that was have been like eight, 90 maybe. Yeah, right? this, yeah one, was, this one was in 85. Huge. Okay, so, so she's like 15 or something, yeah, 14 so not long she's after in Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it, it's Same just now. before. It's just before oh, Labyrinth. Labyrinth was 86, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it must have come just off yeah. making this one and then making Labyrinth. Yeah. And yeah, so she's like 14 in it. I mean, all the characters are like 14, 15, and I think they're about that age in real life. Okay. So, and it's got this like... So more of a proper teen film. Yeah, Normally when you see teen film, they're all like 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's really... it feels really real and the dad that one of the dads in it is um i can't remember his name but uh oh, do you remember total recall and there's the guy who's got like the thing living inside him sort of thing that comes Vaguely, out yeah. yeah well it's him anyway Vaguely. and he's in a lot uh, oh and he's also in starship troopers as well um i think 
Okay. Plays the general who's hiding. He's all scared. Like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's a dad. He's one of the dads in it, and he's really good in it because he plays like a real kind of dad. He's like a bit angry and sort of annoyed with his son for not doing the things that he wants him to do, but he still loves him. Yeah. He still loves him. You can still tell that even though he is angry and, you know, even kicks him out of the house, I think, at one point. It's like yeah. he still does love him. You know, and yeah. it's just rarity to see something like that that's played at a level where it's not about doom and gloom. It's about sort of, yeah, that's that kind of stuff does happen. But, yeah. you know, people go to their friends and they get looked after and, and they talk with each other. And it's not, you know, it's just not, it's got that kind yeah. of nice feel. Anyway, just, do you yeah. still get teen films like that? I, I mean, don't think so. Because now it's all sort of, you know, don't, don't get me wrong, I don't really watch many no. teen films. But from what I've seen in adverts and trailers, and I'll go see anything in the cinema, so I've seen a few. It's all kind of glossy Disney Channel now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's probably what they're mostly like. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's like every single teen film is now a twelve or PG, mm. whereas they used to be fifteen, occasionally eighteen. Yeah, and to get the way teenagers are, they have to be that certificate, if unless it's a light-hearted. Sure. Yeah, you know, some. I mean, I'd have liked teen films when I was eight years old because I was looking up to teenagers. Sure. Yeah. And this film was probably a bit older when I watched it, but it was that sort of film. Mm. Whereas now it's the same sort of the, the, basically a film of 18 year olds in will be aimed at fucking 12 year olds yeah you know whereas sure. it used yeah. to be uh, yeah. films with 18 year olds were aimed at fucking 18 year olds yeah yeah um, I hope no one samples what you said uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah. take that in context mm, yeah. <laughs> please yeah <laughs> So yeah, it's just a bit of a, a teen rant. But I mean, cinema's yeah. changed. We, we've mentioned before you don't get many comedies at the cinema. No, They're absolutely. They're all made for Netflix or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's important if you're doing something like this, talking about a yeah. a film, to think about it in contextually with other films that are yeah. of its type. So yeah, yeah. So but it, I, I would have a moan about things that are made for streaming, but it's no different to mm. when we were younger. Films were made straight for video. Sure, you know. So it's not really that. No. Yeah, it's not that different. No. Um, but one thing I'm going to mention, I'm going to going to plug the place where you work. Okay. Mentioning, yeah, yeah. Um, mentioning always uh, like that. films. Uh, that's <laughs> King Street Cinema in Ipswich. Um, the 1982 season. Yes. We, I think we've mentioned this before, but um, you're showing at least one teen film from that. Yeah, year? we're doing the rich. Uh, yeah, the first times at Richmond High. Uh, yeah. So, mm. um, is that one you particularly like? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is a it is certainly a cult classic and yeah. um you will see if you've never seen the film um understandable no it's it is certainly if you're interested in these kind of films and have seen other teen movies this really in a lot of ways is the beginning yeah fast times it's 82 it has loads of tropes that you will see again and again and again in other characters and activities that they get up to and everything else. Yeah. Uh, it's stylistically Im really important for that that genre of film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one I've only seen it once. I've, I've actually recently bought the Blu-ray. Yeah, I, I, I want to listen to the commentary and stuff. Same. And Nicolas Cage is one of his earliest films. It has actor. I mean, one of the important things again, another one of the important things about it is that it has so many actors that uh, cut their teeth on you know the, the begin beginning of their career is yeah. here with this film. The right honourable judge Reinhold's in Indeed. it. Indeed. So you've got Sean Penn, 
playing a fairly major character. He, he ended up on the front of the cover, even though he's not really the main character, because there isn't really a main character in it. It's an ensemble movie. Yeah. But uh, he plays this surfer dude kind of character, and he has catchphrases that got into the sort of vaguely mainstream, in America anyway, especially. Yeah. He's also the person that uh, um, brought into uh, mainstream culture the van shoe, uh, he wears a vans, oh, okay. checkered vans, which became very popular, especially with like pop punkers and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah, he's like that. That that's where it comes from. That, yeah. that film. And that, that's another one. What influenced like the Bill and Ted? Yeah, yeah. completely. And that, yeah. I see that to teen films. What kind of Animal House done as well in a different yeah. respect? Yeah, um, Animal House was more would influence the American Pie type, yeah. Bachelor Party type, yeah. I suppose. And yeah. And uh, Fast Times probably more influenced the John Hughes style. Yeah, and that was wasn't it? Um, Cameron, what was the director's name? Cameron Crowe. Cameron Crowe. He, he wrote it. He, yeah. he wrote it because his um, his experience is um, you know it's kind of like a fantasy movie of his experiences being a teenager. Yeah, because yeah. he went on to do almost famous singles, yeah. loads of stuff. He done Jerry Maguire, didn't he? Did. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it's directed by Amy Heckling, who. Oh, did she see the one that did the the Look Who's Talking movies? Or is that? Oh, oh no, Clueless. So. Clueless. Okay. Clueless. That's oh, what okay. she did. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Clueless. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's okay. That makes sense. That's that's, that's sort of she done an iconic eighties yeah scene film and then a nineties one. one. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Right, we should probably wrap things up. Cause okay. We've, we've, we've talked about summer school a lot longer than yeah. and we've and we've gone off on one about teen about movies. teen movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, just mention quickly, just just wanted to point out the thing with the pregnant girl at the end, which I had mentioned earlier, that oh, yeah. right at the end of the movie, they're all hanging out, and she's just had her kid, and uh, but she doesn't have her kid with her because she's put it out for adoption, which again, very important social piece of social commentary with pregnant teens and what happens to their children. And she makes a very important, crucial point that she's not ready to be a parent. And they all pretty, you know, they all agree but in a very sort of, yeah, okay kind of way. So sort of, you know, not not saying, yeah, you're right, yeah, you shouldn't, you know. Because yeah. that's, <laughs> so, that's so leading, the, the plot-wise, to, probably might have even shot an alternative, in, that they become a couple and look after yeah, their kid. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of nice it's saying you don't have to. No, you don't have to, yeah. I mean, their relationship, again, it, they don't really... it. It, it's not like they're full on in a relationship, you know, in a in a, especially yeah. a physical one. They're just hanging out, being close, being together as a couple, yeah. which is really nice. Yeah. Uh, it's really like you know, yeah, good, you know, friends looking after each other, you know. Yeah, yeah it's great. Yeah. So I, I wanted to make that yeah that point about the uh, the yeah. pregnancy yeah. and the um, adoption and is all it, that. Yeah, they, they, with a lot of these characters, they could be a ninety-minute film about any of them. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah. And obviously that could be um, a hindrance to the film overall. So, yeah. right, so you're throwing out all these really important ideas and you're just glossing over them, basically, which is what the film is doing. And I'm not uh, really a big fan of that kind of filmmaking, um, which why I wouldn't score as highly as perhaps it would is if they had touched on things on a more yeah. sort of, you know, on a, on a larger scale sort of thing. But just looking at it from a, you know, a broader point, it is good that they are looking at these ideas yeah. and they're talking about these ideas and they're not scaring anyone away from them talk, yeah. hopefully with being able to talk about them teens yeah. being able to talk to their parents being able to communicate with other people of uh, authority figures and whatever teachers yeah. and what and it's not one of those where 
all adults are stupid yeah, or all that's adults right. are that's horrible. I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, so you can actually, you, hopefully, you could look at it as a teen and go, I can, I can talk to people, I can communicate yeah. with adults. And the, and the only really um, horrible adult character is this big cartoon of a character. Anyway. Yeah. And then even you did point out, which is true. He's not really horrible to the kids. He's just like, oh, God's sake. Yeah. He clearly doesn't like them. Yeah. He yeah. should also, even though he's a better teacher, probably shouldn't be one. No. <laughs> yeah. Now, he, yeah. he's, a, he's a very silly character, but he's, he's quite fun. He's fun, and I like the fact that he's not the butt of the joke in a sense. He's not doing pratfalls. He's not, the kids yeah. aren't like getting the better of him. Yeah. He's just like, whatever. Yeah. He's not like sitting <laughs> in his office with a dartboard with yeah. the kids' faces yeah, yeah, on yeah. him. But the way I see this is the two teachers, him and Dan Sheep, are. One of them is the teacher we all think we've got, and we actually haven't. <laughs> and the other one's the teacher we all want, which we don't want. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's that sort of look at it. Yeah, yeah. That's totally how it is, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you on that, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, thanks a lot. Hopefully we'll get you back for another one soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah certainly. Yeah, yeah, great. No, it's good fun. Good Great. Fun. And um, coming soon, Summer School 2. No, oh. No. <laughs> oh, there, there was going to be, I think yeah. there might have been a remake. I just want to mention that. And I think even. There's another Adam's, film called that. Right. Actually. And Ad Adam Sandler's um, company, The Happy Madison, they were scheduled to or trying to get uh, funding <laughs> to make yeah, a remake right. of the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> so take, with, take what you will with that. Yes, well, I, I did see there was a more recent film called it, called Summer School. Yeah, no, but that's. Uh, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, Adam Sandler was in, in yeah. interest to make a. a a, oh, a, a remake. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if they'd done they or they'd done a, a follow up series mm. set like the next year, but it's the same actors, just like the stupid shemmied up to the teenager. <laughs> that would be amazing. I'd fund that. <laughs> Excellent. Well, okay. Thank you very much. Right. See you later. Well, I hope you all go out and track down a copy of Summer School. Give it a go. Don't forget you can leave messages, comments, that sort of thing on our Facebook and Instagram. Type in ACM's Vocal Culture. You can't quite easily. There shouldn't be anything else called that, at least I hope. And, yeah, just sort of touching on the, the, the teen films there. And uh, the episode before, we, as we mentioned there, we'd done The Legend of Billie Jean, another 80s teen film. I'm just going to quickly do a... a Top five, not necessarily in the order, but five other more or lesser known 80s teen movies that um, people may not have seen and I'd recommend. I'm going to start with Some Kind of Wonderful, which was written by John Hughes and had the same director as Pretty in Pink. Sort of towards the end of John Hughes's sort of heyday in the, in the teen movie. I think it might actually have been the last teen movie he'd done, certainly in the 80s. Uh, Leah Thompson stars in that one. I really like it actually. I think I prefer it to Pretty in Pink and didn't do as well. Sort of one of his more famous flops really but well worth a watch nice little teen drama really and more on the comedy side adventures in babysitting that was oh, was it chris columbus i don't know it was uh that was started elizabeth shoe just after her sort of success with the karate kid um silly comedy really and well worth a watch license to drive with the Corys, Corey helm and Corey feldman that's quite hard to get hold of now so i saw a second-hand copy recently in um one of the shops in town I want to advertise and um, that was going for about 15 quid I, I should have picked it up really but I'm too tight I haven't seen that for years I believe that's an early appearance from Heather Graham in that as well uh, Lucas a really nice drama about a teenage nerd that's also starring Corey Helm so many uh, 
sort of stars in that sort of before they were famous. So Charlie Sheen was in that, and um, Courtney Fawn Smith from Summer School's actually in it, I believe, as well. And finally, 18 again, body swap comedy. There was a few of these in the 80s. This one kind of got overshadowed by Big, like most of them did, but it stars George Ver George Verne? No, no, George Burns as, as the old guy, and uh, swapping bodies with an 18 year old. Really like that film. I think that's on Amazon Prime. Probably dated a lot. Might be one worth doing a podcast on. I don't know. Um, I mentioned in the last uh, episode some of the stuff that's got coming up. There's loads of episodes got planned. Actually, I've really got on it. I don't want to reveal too much. The Nicolas Cage one special will happen, though. That, that's I've got something to do that with. And just waiting on other people, really, you might have seen on our social media, there was going to be an episode about Return of Swamp Thing. That's still happening. Just got delayed because of getting people together to do the interviews, really. But that will happen. I need to rewatch that film before that as well. Hopefully we'll watch it together and do the podcast straight afterwards. And I will be talking about some Asylum films as well. That's another thing that want to review a, a cheesy Asylum B-movie, more modern B-movie sort of rip-off type film each episode I've watched a few just haven't read any notes up I want to get this episode done so apologies but there will be will be some of those that should be fun and um, what have I watched? I'm going to recommend stuff that I've watched recently I re-watched for the first time since 2006 the New Zealand comedy horror Black Sheep, that's insane do watch that if you haven't already seen it and if you have, watch it again really good. I think that, that kind of got overshadowed by other... I don't know how close it was to, to Sean the Dead and that sort of thing, but it is, is really amusing. The effects are great as well, lots of practical special effects and that. Rewatch Willow, there's a... Um, not Netflix, a Disney Plus series of Willow um, coming very soon. The film 1988, produced by George Lucas, starring Warwick Davis and uh, Val Kilmer. Uh, directed by Ron Howard, kind of the it was meant to be sort of the next Star Wars thing for George Lucas. He had a few goes at this, and Willow's remembered really fondly. I, I still really like it. I don't think it's anything on Star Wars, but a really enjoyable movie. And I'm looking forward to the series. It, it should be cool, shouldn't it? And hopefully, it won't be one of those that gets slated whenever there's been a while till there's a sequel, ever it comes out, and then everyone seems to moan. But I really look forward to it. Uh, Cinema-wise, at the moment, I've just got out of the cinema actually I've seen um, um, Benedetta uh, um, basically filmed by a nun from the director of Robocop I don't want to spoil too much but I really enjoyed it it's insane uh, it's an 18 for a reason so that might be worth watching it for that reason but um, everyone's raving about the Northman at the moment I thought that was okay I, I thought this was insane and I totally preferred this and then I'm off to see tomorrow night the remake of Firestar. Well, not a remake, sort of a redoing because it's a Stephen King novel. That's getting really average reviews, but I'll let you guys know what I thought of that on the next episode, which hopefully will be out in a week or so, a few weeks. Who knows? We we'll just do these things when we can. But as I say, thanks a lot. Thanks so much for listening. And um, get in touch. Any, um, and, and as I said before, any films that you think I'd like, give me a shout. And uh, it's not just about me. Though. Let's talk about films. And uh, there's lots going on on the Facebook page when it works, which uh, we had trouble with today, but I think it's back. And yeah, thank you very much. Episode eight coming fairly soon. <laughs>